Hello, Magical Mamas. Welcome to episode eight of the Magical Mothering podcast. I'm your host, Dania, and today I'm talking about supporting our clingy children so they can feel confident in their own bodies and space without dealing with separation anxiety. I know as a mama of a child who constantly feels like they're trying to crawl back up into my pouch, how hard it can be to help your child feel confident to stand on their own two feet in the world. So whether you're struggling with daycare drop-offs like what I was, where you're both in tears trying to say goodbye so you can just get to work and then you're struggling with all the myriad of anxiety symptoms that come from that separation or perhaps you're feeling the pain of your child's panic when they cry out that they can't find you when you simply aren't in the kitchen. Lo and behold, you have to go to the bathroom. You just want them to run off and enjoy themselves. But here they are, they're clinging to your legs. The anxiety they're going through is enough to have you either tearing your heart out or tearing out your hair. We want to be that supportive space for our kids to know that they're safe, to know they're protected. But it can be really draining to always have them up in your breathing space. Get that. The burnout is real. The overwhelm of always needing to be on, of feeling touched out and dying for a break. But you're their safety net. So how will they survive in the world if you can't be around for everything? We have this worry, this mother's guilt. It's never ending. So you want your child to know that they're safe in their bodies. You want them to have confidence to run off and play without worrying about you being with arm's reach. You want to nurture their independence so they will grow with self-worth and be able to hold their own energy without having to rely on another person, right? Have you ever had the thought, if not me, will they end up in some codependent relationship as an adult? I've had these thoughts before and that's definitely not what I want for my daughter. So if it feels like the umbilical cord is still super strong and tight between you and your child, I just want you to take a moment and think about the energetic resemblance here. The umbilical cord provided nourishment as your child grew in the womb. At the base chakra level, this represents safety and survival. See, as an energetic healer, I get asked about cord cutting quite a lot. We have energetic cords of attachments to many things throughout life. Whereas cord cutting can be thought of for toxic relationships or situations that have a negative hold on you, we have cords for purposes of many things. We have purposes of survival attached at our base, purposes of sex and pleasure coming from our sacral. We have cords for power relations from our solar plexus, strong heart connections. We have communication cords and cords of visions and dreams. And uh, we even have cords connecting us to the spiritual realms from our crowns. The way we connect and share our energies with the world around us, with each other forms our relationships with all we interact with. So our highly empathetic children have strong energetic connections to the world around them. 
strong heart connections to people whom they're close with be that you be that their other parent be that their siblings and this is a gift to be nurtured and supported this isn't one of those cords that we want to sever but instead our role as their guide is to strengthen their connection of cords across all energetic centers to a variety of people whom we trust so the goal of this guidance is to promote balance within the energetic cord system. Whenever your child is um, with a strong heart connection, feels that heart cord is being stretched or thinned or weakened, if we're trying to encourage independence before they're ready to trust their environment, if we're perhaps pushing them outside their comfort zone, then panic mode set in, especially if they feel that that heart connection cord to you is the only cord that they have to their center of survival, you. In comparison, as a mother who takes on the responsibility of being the child's only anchor to stability and safety, this puts a massive weight on our energetic attachment through our navel our sacral energetic space for creativity, passion, and emotional energy. So here we are, queuing waves of guilt sorry, and depleted reserves of knowing our own authentic path. Well, who are we outside of being a mother? This is what happens when we put all of our energy into that one cord. Cue relationship issues with our partners. You start to feel that your passion and connectivity between your partner is sliding down the priority levels. You're putting all of your energy into one pathway. Whereas we have many pathways throughout our energetic system that connects us to our entire environment, to our spiritual selves, to our passionate creative selves, okay, to to our partners, to our loved ones, to our work, to our purpose. We are needing to create balance. Balance is everything here. We must remain nurturing of our child's heart connections. So we're not here to sever that. As I was saying earlier, we must maintain that and confirm for them that what they feel as a strong emotion of love between you, that's never going to change, even if you're out of sight. As well as providing opportunities for our child to strengthen cords of survival and other energetic layers to perhaps their other parent or with grandparents or with family friends, you can also extend their care. Your trusted village is an important resource to expand in a way that builds your child's connections when, and trust with others in your tribe. So this is all about creating uh, spaces where your child can explore their ability to form trust and connections with people outside of simply just yourself. So that doesn't mean that you have to drop them off somewhere and leave, but maybe you stay, maybe you nurture their um, relationships with other people. Maybe you, you find an interest that they really love and, and let them explore a bit in an area where they feel um, in control of, of where you are and, and where um, their energy has to go. So no forcing that makes it harder on them. So 
when my daughter was at a peak of struggling with separation anxiety and I wasn't able to be by her side, I reminded her that we have a really special heart connection. And I described it as a rainbow bridge that flows from my heart to hers and back again. And along this line, she can send me all of her love and thoughts when I'm far and I will feel them in my heart and I'll be able to do the same for her. It's still something that we use today to help her go to sleep. And now, although she still loves to climb up into my lap, she astounds me every day with how much her confidence has grown. To be able to guide our children to own their energy We model to them that they're safe. We model to them connection. We model to them that they are powerful, loved unconditionally. We model to them that they're heard. We model to them that they're seen and they're worthy. And it has no need to close down our nurturing or cut off our heart connection. But for them to see this in practice, for them to know what this actually looks like, we must first enact this for ourselves. We need to bridge our own energetic cords. We need to bridge our own connections and balance with the way that we as mothers interact with the world around us. So if you want more of this, don't forget to click subscribe. So you can get my next episode and I invite you to come over and support me on Patreon. The link's in the subscription. If you want to work with me in a private mentorship journey, please send me an email. I'd love to be your guide. Thank you so much for joining me on this magical mothering journey.